Welcome to the Tony Robbins Podcast. In this special episode, we're going to hear from Joseph McClendon III on one of the most simple yet most powerful neurolinguistic programming tools available to you right now. It's called the STOP method. You might find yourself angry, frustrated, stressed, or suffering, or maybe a behavior or memory causes you pain. Any of these undesired states of mind, it doesn't matter. The STOP method not only helps you find neutral ground, it empowers you to take back control of your mental and emotional state and elevate your life to the next level. And as a special bonus, Joseph has an exciting contest to tell you about. It's a date with destiny special. You can win a five-night stay at an exclusive Nomale resort in Fiji, or a pair of tickets to the next date with destiny, which takes place in Boca Raton, Florida. And now here's Joseph. Hi, this is Joseph McClendon III. Welcome, and thank you for allowing me to poke my head into your world just for a moment to share with you something that I'm pretty excited about because I get to share with you something, sort of a sort of a podcast tool or, or a tip, if you will, that you can use to help you go further, faster in your life. And I, and I don't pretend to know you personally, but I'm assuming that you're here and you're listening to this because you're at the very least curious and looking to create a more improved version of yourself. And so what I'm going to share with you is something that it's actually something that we uh, we use. We teach the trainers in uh, Date with Destiny, and it, it has its origin in something called NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming. And those are big words, but in case you don't know, that's just the study of the language of the nervous system and how it affects our behavior. Kind of said differently or simply, it is a a very, very effective tool or set of tools to help people get over fears and phobias and emotional challenges and states and things that hinder their lives. And I had my first introduction uh, to it. I had gone to, well, back in the olden days, Tony used to call it a, uh, a mind revolution, but it's now the UPW. And I went and I saw Tony use uh, NLP to help a woman who had a lifelong fear of heights. And it was pretty serious, pretty radical. And it's something that when I was in college, and I guess I should share with you, I have a background in in psychology. When I was in college, they taught us that helping people get over those types of fears and things would take anywhere from six months up to three years and several, several visits into the uh, therapist's office and lots and lots of money. And I watched Tony help this woman uh, get rid of it in a matter of maybe... 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes max. It was, it was pretty phenomenal. And I became fascinated at it and started studying that as well and got really, really good at it and, and actually opened up a, a bit of a practice in Los Angeles. And that became my, my uh, expertise, if you will, helping people get over fears and phobias and things like that. And so I created this, this thing that I'm going to share with you uh, some time ago because I wanted to be able to give people something that they could use outside of seeing me or being with me as well. Something that they could reinforce what they got and even use it to, to uh, change other things in their lives. And so this tool is something that you can use. It's a what we call an unresourceful pattern replacement tool. And what that means is, when I say unresourceful on anything like from anger to procrastination to frustration to fear, any of the things that are negative feelings in our lives that, of course, might produce negative behaviors, this is a way to A, arrest that or stop it and then replace it with something that's more resourceful. But perhaps more importantly, 
to condition yourself so that it becomes automatic or be, the, the resourceful behavior slash state slash feeling slash emotion becomes your default. And so I'm going to share with you a little bit about how it came about, what it is, and the process. And then I'll give you something that you can do and you can practice it on your own. So if you will, if you haven't already, grab yourself a notepad or something that you can write down. And because I'm going to give you some steps as we go on uh, you know, towards the end here, something that you can do. Because I believe that it's not just what you know, it's what you do with what you know that will produce results. So I'll start off by saying this, and it's something that we always say, and that is that a lot of people try and change something, change how they feel or change a behavior without doing anything about their current behavior. In other words, somebody will try and if they have an anger issue, they get they get upset, they get frustrated about something or they they uh, they they come into a situation. Somebody says something to them or they're afraid of something. They try and change that and they do things like affirmations and things like that, but they don't do anything about the actual emotion that's there. And said differently, I, I always put it like this. If you come into my office and you got a fear of dogs, guess what's going to be in my office? There's going to be a dog. And the reason being is because I want to experience, and I want you to experience, and I want to see and, and experience that emotion that you're dealing with, the one that's bothering you, so that we can do something about it. And again, there's a lot of steps, but, but I created this thing, this, this stop technique, if you will, because I wanted to abbreviate it and give it, it's not the end all and be all, but it is something uh, that you can use that's very, very effective. So again, there are a lot of different uh, NLP tools, and this is just one uh, that is, uh, quite honestly, it's a lot simpler and it's, a, it's something that everybody can understand and use. So I'll start here. First off, so, so what I said was is true. Unless you do something about the existing situation or existing state, and then it's going to be very, very hard to, to change it or to, to replace it with something. So how we do something about it, first off, you've got to experience, it's got to be there, and we do something called a pattern interrupt. And you may have heard about this, but the way I like to explain it is this. We've all done this. Imagine yourself sitting in your living room and you stand up and you go, hey, I got to go get, you know, the newspaper out of the kitchen. And you stand up and you go into the kitchen and all of a sudden you're standing in the kitchen. You're going, the hell did I come in here for? And you can't remember what you came in here for or something like that. We've all had scenarios like that. And in that moment, your brain is blank and you're going, what the heck? And you, and you can't figure it out. Well, that's a very, very useful tool, very, very useful state because a couple things. First off, when you're in the living room, you're sitting on your couch and you're just you're you're watching television or you're thinking about something else, you're in one state or one emotion, you're focused on one thing. And when you stand up and you move and you go in, you do what we call we interrupt that pattern, the pattern that you were in before, you ab abruptly interrupt it. And then when you interrupt it, it creates a blank space. In psychology, it's called a scotoma. All you got to remember is it's just a blank space in your mind. I call it a vacuum because your brain is going, what, what, what's, what's going on, what? And it's curious. And that curiosity is a great opportunity because, because nature always, it, nature, we always say nature hates a vacuum. It, it abhors a vacuum. It always wants to fill that up. So that's your opportunity to fill it up with something great. But more specifically, you're no longer, there are two things that happen. Number one, it changes your focus and you're no longer in the previous state. So you could use this 
by if you're in an unresourceful state, if you're in a negative state, you're frustrated, you're angry, you're fearful, you're procrastinating, you're doing whatever that you don't want to do. If in that moment something interrupts that pattern, interrupts that pattern of thought and, and movement and the words that you're saying to yourself, at the very least, you're no longer in that. But the second, very least, is there's a vacuum that's begging to be filled up. And that's your opportunity to fill it up with something. So having said that, that's really all you have to know about the mechanics of what happens. Because all we're going to do is create the state that you don't want and then interrupt that state and then replace it with something that's awesome. A more preferred state, if you will. A more preferred emotion. So the elements are, now I'm going to give you the steps of the process here in a moment, but the elements of this process are, number one, feel it slash experience it. And I'll tell you what these mean here in a moment. Number two, interrupt it. Number three, replace. And then number four, celebrate. Let's go back over this here real quick. When I say feel it, experience it, what that means is feel and experience the unresourceful behavior that you want or that you want to change. Now, a lot of people go through their lives and you think about it. Why would you purposely make yourself feel bad? Well, the answer is, is simple so that you can interrupt it so that we can do something about it. Like I said, come into my office. There's going to be a dog there. Why? Because I want you to experience it so that I can interrupt it. I may throw a glass of water on you or yell at you or, or do any one of a, a number of things to break that pattern or interrupt that pattern because when you're in that pattern, then I'm going to replace it with something that I will have predetermined. And in this case, you're going to predetermine what that is, something that we call anchoring. And I'm going to bring up the resourceful one. Why? Because the brain is going, well, what's going on? It's interrupted. It's going, like I said, there's that vacuum and it wants to be filled. So I'm going to replace it at that point, which is the third step. And then the last thing, which is a critical must, and that is to celebrate, to praise yourself for having done it. Why? Because you teach the nervous system to do it again. <laughs> you know, anything with the nervous system, and if you praise it, it's going to do more of what you praised it for. So you got to do that for yourself as well. So those are the elements. Feel it, experience it, interrupt it, replace it, and then celebrate. Now, all of these pieces, they're really, really simple, but here's the process, if you will. Here are the steps. Number one, obviously, you take the time. And when I say feel it, I don't mean get mired in the depression or the, or, or the sadness or whatever it is. You just do it for a couple of seconds. Maybe not even that, really, for a couple of seconds. As soon as you feel that heartbeat or that, that, that lull or that thing that you, oh, God, I'm there. And then it's that time to interrupt the pattern. And how you interrupt that pattern, now, you can say anything you want. But I always use the word stop and then jump to your feet. Why? Now, think about this. Remember what I said when you're sitting on your couch and you stand up? Again, this is the abbreviated version. We don't have a lot of time to go through this. But I want you to understand that when we change our physical body, our physiology, it's the first place to go to to change how we're thinking or the state that we're in. As soon as you change anything about it, you take a deep breath or whatever. So, so you're going to yell out or I say yell out or as, as loud as you can. Just say stop and then jump to your feet and take a deep breath. Shake yourself out. And then the second piece is something that you're going to have prepared for. It's something I'm going to ask you to do at the end of this recording. Uh, it's a step that you need to prepare for before you do this. And that is to, you're going to trigger or you're going to fire off what we call an anchor of something that's resourceful. The truth of the matter is, is in that moment, all you really got to do is think of something that's great. And I mean anything that's great. 
More specifically, you want to think of the, the antithesis of the thing that you're trying to replace. If you are frustrated, then you want to be relaxed or centered. If you're if anger is what you're working on, then you want to be you know happy or whatever that you want to use. But I always say any resourceful anchor is and any resourceful behavior or emotion is better than the crap that you had before. So again, we're going to, I'm going to show you how to build that up here in a moment. But in that moment, all you do, really all you have to do is remember something great in that moment. Why? Because the brain is going, gimme, gimme, gimme. What is, what do I need? What do I, what's out there? What do I, and then you give it something in that moment. And then that place, that in that moment, you replace that unresourceful uh, behavior that you want and you fill up that vacuum. And then the last thing and of course, the last piece is to celebrate and reward yourself and praise yourself. And ironically, overachievers in general tend to have the hardest time doing this. And it's something that they don't uh, achieve high levels of praising themselves. As a matter of fact, it's been my experience that a lot of overachievers are really good at beating themselves up and, and, and putting themselves down and criticizing themselves, um, but they don't do it for themselves. So you got to change that one right away. And you can do whatever it takes. I say, pat yourself on the back, get up and shake your ass, do whatever it takes, make a little dance. But in that moment, pat yourself uh, on the back and give yourself some sort of praise, smile, take a deep breath, you know, victory dance, abundance dance, whatever it is. This is silly. I know it is. But what's sillier is continuing to do the crap that you used to do before. And I left one piece out. And that last piece is to repeat. So you're going to do it again and again and again. And what you'll notice, the more you do it, the harder it is to get to that unresourceful state. So let me give you really, really quick what you can do to prepare yourself to do this. And then I'm going to give you the schedule. Remember back, the second step of this is, or the third step, is to replace. And the replace means you're going to replace it with something that you have determined is what you want instead. And it's the same thing. What you're going to do is you're going to experience it, meaning as you think, so you are. So just think about and, and if you don't have it in yourself, you can borrow it from somebody else. Think of somebody else that is this. Or just remember a time that you were happy, that you were excited, that you were motivated, that you were, that you were electric, that you were unstoppable, that you felt really good, that you were in love or whatever. And in that moment, all you got to do is just gently squeeze your fist and say the word yes, if you will. Or, you know, you can use any word that you want, but something that's positive, but put a big smile on your face. Again... When, that's, when you smile and you change your physical body, it literally sends chemicals through your system that cause you to feel good. So you're going to do this. So here's the menu of what I want you to do. I want you to take a couple days, if you will, and just look around your life and, and, and cause yourself to feel good. And anytime you catch yourself feeling good, put a smile on your face, squeeze your fist and say yes. Cause yourself, look for times that you were excited. Look for times that you were in love. Look for times that you were in, you were joyous. Look for times that you were brave and any anything like that. And when you do, smile, squeeze your fist and say yes. Smile, squeeze your fist and say yes. Do this over and over and over again for a couple of days, you know, three, four, five times a day. And then once you have that, then you're going to go back and you do this process. You're going to, and, and, and by the way, you can set your cell phone you know, I have Siri. I have an iPhone and I always go, Siri, wake me up in, a, in, a, in two hours. And in two hours, that alarm goes off and I remember, oh, it's time for me to do uh, my process. And so when that thing goes off, sit down and then go through those steps before that I said before. Experience it. In other words, cause yourself to feel bad. <laughs> cause yourself to feel unresourceful, the, the unresourceful state that you want to replace. And then when you do, that second step is to interrupt that pattern. 
Just say the word stop and then jump to your feet, shake yourself out, take a deep breath, and then squeeze your fist and say yes. Because when you, and by the way, what you'll notice is when you are sitting down and you're unresourceful, as soon as you stand up and shake it loose, your brain is going to, and you got to do this immediately, by the way, because your brain is going to go, well, is this working? Is this whatever? But at the very least, it's not what it was before. So you take that moment to squeeze your fist and say yes. And once you do, pat yourself on the back, shake yourself out, sit right back down and do it again. I want you to do at least 10 of them in a row. Most of the time, you're going to find out you'll get to about number five and you feel like, oh, gosh, I can't get unresourceful. And I can't feel that feeling. But that's the whole point. And you do it over and over again. Do it for several days. I say like, you know, five, six, ten days. And what will happen is you're going to recognize that not only you're not going to be able to feel that emotion anymore, or at the very least, not at the, intent, at the intensity that you felt before. But what it's going to do is it's going to trigger you to feel good. Now, just so you know, I've shared this with so many people and so many of the trainers that date with destiny and so on and so forth. And the stories are crazy about people that have used it and changed things. Really, really quick story. When I and by the way, this is the probably the the uh, the reason I came up with this in the first place was years ago. I had somebody that uh, wanted me to work with them, and I just didn't, I was on the road and I was traveling. I didn't have the time to work with them, uh, and he had a fear of heights and he couldn't cross what's called the Coronado Bridge in California. And it's this bridge between uh, the mainland to the to this little peninsula that's out there. And you could actually get there, uh, but you'd have to drive uh, quite a ways. And he got a new job and he wanted to uh, do this. And I didn't have the time to work with him. So I taught him this and very long story short, and, and I had him just do it. And um, very long story short, of course, obviously, he was able to get over his fear of, go- of crossing this, b- this bridge, but he did it. But he, you know, when I, when I spoke to him, he had a, a very severe uh, uh, fear of heights. And this, this bridge was just, you know, the beginning of it. But about four months later, he sends me an email. And in this email are pictures of him skydiving. And, and he's thanking me. And I, I wrote the, I said, listen, I appreciate the, the, uh, the praise and thank yourself because you're the one who did it. So I hope this is useful to you, useful for you, something that you can use. But the trick is, will you use it? And the answer is yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for allowing me to share this with you. Now, having said all of that, now I get to share with you something that I'm equally as excited about. And that is... I get to brag about my friend, Tony, and any chance that I get, any opportunity that I get to do that, I always jump at the occasion because A, I think he's obviously spectacular and B, I think he's making such a huge difference. Now, you may or may not have heard, but Tony has a new film. It's actually a documentary that was shot at A Date With Destiny. In case you don't know, we probably do know, Date With Destiny is in my opinion, one of his most powerful events or seminars, because in that event, he digs so deep. I mean, obviously, everything that he does, he digs deep. But in this one, one of the greatest things, and it really comes out in this film, is that not only do you get to see Tony working and Tony working with people, but you also get to see these people changing. And the stories and, and the processes that he goes through, it's not just the people that, are, that he's speaking to in that moment. But having done, gosh, for years and years, um, you know, many, many Date With Destinies and being part of that program, seeing the change in the audience and seeing the change in the people that are at the event, because Tony does the work, but then he gives people work to do in the seminar and people get changes. And so what's so great about this film 
is that the director, and I got to be honest with you, I had my concerns as well uh, in that, you know, I was afraid that it was going to come off as somebody else's interpretation of what it was going to be. And you know how sometimes the media can be is there, they uh, leave some things out. And if you if you've been around Tony, you know that he's a stickler for, you know, getting the right message out there. But but this, it really gets it across. And so you, you really get to see not only Tony at work, but you get to see the changes being made. And you really get a sense of it. If you haven't done the date with Destiny, you'll get a sense of what's really going on there. But you'll also get to see uh, the changes making you see, see things happening there. So here's the really cool thing. The documentary about Tony and Date with Destiny is going to be released on Netflix on July the 15th, but to celebrate the Netflix release, Tony would like to invite you to a virtual screening party this Saturday, July 16th. Now check this out. People from all over the world are gonna be hosting their own private screenings of Tony Robbins. And by the way, the name of the film is called Tony Robbins, I Am Not Your Guru. And Tony himself is gonna be answering questions on Facebook Live at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time and 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So grab your friends and your family and anybody that you can think of and invite them over to share this unbelievable experience of the first ever behind the scenes look at Tony Robbins and this event. But here's the other cool thing. To thank you for hosting your own party, you're going to be entered to win a five-night stay at the exclusive Namali Resort Spa in Fiji. And this place is unbelievable. I've been there several times. It's, it is just an absolute paradise. So what you do is just simply snap a photo of your screening party and post it on Facebook or Instagram with the hashtag, I am not your guru. So if you want to learn more about how to set up your Tony Robbins documentary screening party and to enter several other prizes, including complimentary tickets to Date with Destiny itself, just visit TonyRobbins.com forward slash documentary. So listen, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for letting me poke my head into your world. And remember this, life is exactly what you dare to make it and fortune favors the bold. So continue to boldly step up and dare to make your life magnificent and I will see you at the top. Bye-bye. The Tony Robbins Podcast is directed by Tony Robbins and hosted by Anna York. Carrie Song is our executive producer. Tyler Colbertson is our associate producer. Jamie Carvajal and Adriel De La Torre are our digital editors. Special thanks to Diane Adcock and Mary Buckheit for their creative review. Copyright Robbins Research International.